hey, what's up? It's your girl, Jen. And Nicole. And we are your original fan divas. We are back with a new podcast, as promised. So, this week, we want to talk about the new premiere of Game of Thrones. How long have we waited? Two years. And honestly, this is the only show that I haven't given up on. But while watching... The premiere last week, I'm like, do I really want to do this for seven more episodes? <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, it's only seven more episodes. Yeah, that's true. Because they are, they're, they're, they're making the episodes longer and like filling up more time. So that's good. But, oh my goodness, what is going to happen this season? Because, so... We're going to put a spoiler in here, and I'll put a spoiler warning on this episode, as a matter of fact. So, spoiler alert. John found out who he is, okay? Just for those of you that have already seen it, and I know if you're listening to this and you see the title here, you're already going to have listened, okay? So, John found out who he is, but what the hell is going to happen? He's still trying to digest it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, I'm what? I got it. Um, who? What? Huh? But I thought... Danny was in charge. Yeah. Oh, no. Ah, she's family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not just family. <laughs> Maybe in West Virginia. <laughs> right. <laughs> she is. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Mommy's aunt. Yeah, that, that's his aunt. There's a um. There's a meme that I shared on Facebook that explains the whole family. (laughs) Your mother, your mother's brother, your mother's brother's brother, (laughs) your uncle, your daddy. (laughs) Like, they're all there. Her nephew, you. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's so gross, like, to think about. It's just... Uh, but I mean, but when you think about it, like, that's how royal families have done it for centuries. Like, they kept it in the family on purpose. Yeah, that's why their genetics are weak. Yeah, the genetics aren't just weak. That's why you got things like Mad King George and the, all the hemophilia. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Romanovs with their with the one little boy right before they died. It's crazy when you realize how they're all related. Like the oh, yeah, in every country, like the the royalty there, they're all cousins. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're not just cousins within the country either. They're, they're cousins outside of their country. Yeah, that's what I meant. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like, because if you think about it, like, uh, Henry VIII married a German. They didn't have any kids, thankfully. But, like, I mean, even, even the modern royal family in England that we have now, like, they, they came from Germany. So it's like, it came full circle and it's just like, ew. I don't even like my family that much. Why would I want to marry them? <laughs> Gross. Anyway, so how do we think this is going to play between John and Danny? Like, is he going to tell her? And when he does, will there be... So, will there be a war? Will there be a, a war between him and Danny? Or are they just going to say... need any more... Yeah, exactly. That's my thing. Is like the rest of Westeros doesn't seem to give a shit right now that the White Walkers are on the way. I don't think they know, or they do. They, they do it. know. They know winter is coming. They've gotten the reports, but they're so busy worrying about the fucking throne. Like Cersei has been told repeatedly, um, they're coming. That's why John went south to begin with. Remember, he went down. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And then afterwards, she was like, eh, whatever. She was like, whatever. I care more about my fucking throne. And I'm like, look, Cersei, any other day, I generally agree with you because I love you. But, like, hello, you have literal fucking zombies of the undead coming down. Well, she has a zombie of the undead as her, like, bodyguard. <laughs> Doesn't that, like, give her a clue, like, this is actually, it can happen? Like, come on, we resurrected the mountain, so, hey. Oh, it's not possible. The White Walkers are a myth. Oh, really? Meanwhile, you've got undead buddy over here. I don't understand. Do you? So, what do you think? Do you think that they're gonna? Do you think that John and Daenerys are gonna like argue about who's the rightful heir? No. If I'm Daenerys. I would be the logical one in this situation because I always saw her as more logical. (laughs) Yeah, she can be emotional, but she reins it in and she plays it very smart. Whereas John is more like he has that reaction. He reacts quicker than he stops and thinks about things. You know what I'm saying? Like when Danny attacked the, the slave traders. The slave traders did not see her attack coming. Like, they kept trying to talk down to her and everything. And in the back of her mind, she was going, mm hmm. Just wait, motherfucker. Like, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she just sat there, like, keep talking. Go for it. Keep talking. Because what's going to end up happening? Poof. Gone. Goodbye. So I see her as more like, she'll sit back and she'll take everything in and then she'll plot in her head. How petty is she going to get? <laughs> she is. She is good at it. <laughs> yeah, so is Santa, though. I think something's going to... Because mm. Santa's being plotting and petty. Santa also. has definitely learned to play the game from a master. I mean, she was practically raised by Cersei for the last however long. So maybe she'll be playing that. I don't know. Will Arya become, like... Basically, like, the Jamie in this situation. Is she going to, like, start being the hand of the Sansa or the Daenerys or the Jon? Who is she going to protect? That's my question. Because we don't know the ending of the books because the motherfucker never finished them. He <laughs> <laughs> right? not finish them. So what's going to happen? Is everybody going to live? Nah, I, I was like, they're all gonna die. I mean, then, look, I have, and you'll see them all with the white, the blue eyes, and just <laughs> all the dragons blowing and cold fire. I mean, yeah, right. Like, it's just look. I don't see this ending on a positive note. Like, there is no happy ending here. The writers, George R. R. Martin, and the writers of the show have all pretty much proven they have no problem killing people. They're just like, whatever. If you love them, just. Don't get attached. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have a favorite. I don't I don't have a favorite character in Game of Thrones. Not even one that you're like, you're always rooting for them. No. Even though you know that their fate might be kind of shit-tastic, you don't have anybody that you're like, yeah. No, there's nobody I'm rooting for. That's kind of the reason why I don't, I'm like, oh, good thing there's only seven more episodes. Because it's just like, how's it all going to end? <laughs> That's how I am now. Like, like if there was going to be another season after this one, this would have been my last season. I wouldn't You'd have given up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, it was kind of getting there for me, too. It was starting to kind of drag. at the. I would say at the end of season seven, it was starting to really drag a little bit. But they injected enough action into it and enough twists 
that we were able to like salvage the season. But yeah, I mean, I think this is an appropriate place for them to stop because they don't want to end up like The Walking Dead. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> God, that show needs to just burn in a fire at this point. Like, I'm sorry. I The cast has been great, but after Glenn died, I was just like, mm, nope, I'm done. Nope. Once you get rid of the entire... Look, this is... Uh, what's this? Let me go back to Game of Thrones because I could, I could talk more about Walking Dead, but they're getting rid of the main character. Andrew Lincoln's character is leaving. So what's the point? But I, I don't want to see Game of Thrones go down that road where we've lost the main cast that we've been watching for seven or seven seasons now. And now, oh, what are we going to do now? We're just going to sit around with a thumb up our ass. And <laughs> yes, I'm glad that it's ending. Yeah. Because I'm near, I'm near the end of my tank when this show Yeah, off. like, hey, you know, I've waited two years. I could have waited. I don't like waiting for shows to begin with, as you well know. Like, you keep trying to get me to watch, what's that, one of the K-dramas that's currently airing, and I'm like, how many shows have built up? And you're like, five! And I was like, no. No, I'll wait. Because <laughs> I like to binge. So it's a miracle that I still watch Game of Thrones, because I can't, even though I can't binge it. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of want to see a John and Danny fight. Like, if she has a dragon and he has a dragon, because once the dragons are bonded to their riders, and we just saw he rode the fucking dragon, and once the dragon is bonded to the riders, that kind of leaves it open to say mm, they could feasibly battle it out. And he's the one with actual fight experience versus her with I've got all these armies, and he's like I've got armies too. <laughs> and then the Night King is gonna come with his and fire everybody. dragon. Like, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> yes, but then like, but then you have to think about like, so then the Dragon Glass is actually like now in the North. So who's gonna claim it? Oh, what a great thing to think about. Like, they could fight, and then they could fight over the Dragon Glass. They could fight over who's gonna get the throne. They could. Fight over who's gonna kill the White Walkers first. I mean, so many paths that they could that they could actually go down when you think about it, because it's not like Martin gave them a book to go off of, right? <laughs> he still hasn't released the one from last season. And like, oh, will the rest of Westeros wake up and be like, oh, it's getting cold, and now there's a freaking hole in the wall? Um, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Like, I, I'm just, I don't know. How are they going to, how are they going to do that? Like, can the White Walkers make it past the North? Or is the North like the last bastion before they invade? That, their dragons are just going to blow an icy path so they can easily go. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. Is that Drogon that, that got killed at the end of last season? Her Her favorite one? Or is that which, I don't remember which one it was. But, like, I... It was one of the lessers. One of the lessers. <laughs> the the, lesser the not favorite child. <laughs> the middle one. <laughs> the middle <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so, that dragon, I'm... I really want to see that dragon go up against one of Danny's dragons. Because that's going to be kind of cool. Like, brother, are you alive? And he's going to be like, no. Ice, ice, ice. And then, like, the icy and the fiery. It'll and be cool. It'll, it'll just be like rain. Purple <laughs> <laughs> so cool. rain. Yeah, yeah but I mean, awesome. this, uh, yeah, they're, they're, 
you can't really guess anything with these shows. There's nothing to go off. Exactly. There's no source material anymore. So it's just like... Like, we can take educated guesses all day about Infinity War and, and, and Endgame next week, but... Can we do that for this? No, not really. But we know Martin loves to kill people. And I will say that my favorite death thus far has probably been Joffrey. Watching Joffrey die was it was it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, finally somebody gets it who deserves. <laughs> right? Like I can understand, like, I don't know about you. I was a little bummed when they killed Littlefinger last year. <laughs> Or the other last season, I was a little bit bummed because, like, because of his scheming and how like he plays all the sides against each other, mm-hmm. he was one of my favorites. But I knew don't get attached because he's not going to make it. So I was kind of impressed at how they killed him. That was pretty awesome. If you have not seen it, you need to see it. Like, go back, start at episode one, season one. It's just a just shame watch. that there wasn't a moon door for them to <coughs> drop him. <through>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or a dire wolf to feed him to. <laughs> I mean, really. But uh, I feel bad for what's his face's sister, the the one from the Iron Islands. Oh, um, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I love her. Like she is so badass. Can we talk about the amount of badass females in this fucking show for a minute? Like you have Daenerys, Cersei. You have Sansa and Arya, obviously Brienne. That's just five. And then you have the chick from the Iron Islands whose name escapes me currently. I'm sure yeah, I could Google She has like it, a regular name. That's probably why. It's yeah. <laughs> but like she's amazing. And yet somehow they made her get captured. And I'm like, that's so not her. You know, like you would literally. How do you. Uh, that's stupid. But that's because all the men decided they didn't want to follow a female. Well, you have to put it. I mean. And you gotta make it so the fanboys will want to continue to watch. Whatever. Have we not proven <laughs> time and again that we rule the world? <laughs> like <laughs> that was in that cave. That was very interesting because she was like, "Oh, it looks like this dragons," and I'm like, "That's not the dragons. That looks like some type of sun to me." Actually, if you go back and you look at it, that was the same symbols that were written by the. The children For, of the wild. Yeah, well, children oh. of the forest that are only stuck in the north now because. Okay, well. so then we need to talk about that because that was that's important because it is want, a sigil, but it's not a sigil that we, the viewers who have never read the books, are familiar with. I mean, it was all over the walls, and they had like a whole episode with Bran. That might have been an episode that I slept. <laughs> it's all right, and because you know, I don't give a shit about Bran. <laughs> the only. The only purpose of his character, it only exists as an information source. Nobody gives a shit about Bran. I could care less if he's dead or alive, as long as he stays being an information source. An information source? Yes, an information. Mm-hmm. You got something for them little cripple boys? That's weird. Right, are you ready? I actually do have a thing I told him if he loses a finger, we're getting a divorce. I'm going to do nubs. <laughs> I'm not... Not like that girl. I think I mentioned that to Nicole earlier today. <laughs> what girl in the theater? I told you that story about the girl in the theater. She had like stubs, but she had like finger things because she was, um, what do you call that? She had birth defects. 
And we're sitting in the theater. This is 15 years not, ago. Not, not touching me. What was that morning sickness pill that caused specifically that from the I've, 80s? I've, I know what you're talking about, but she may have been. I don't know. But, like, so she's there, and the friends went to go get snacks and left her holding the purses in her two nubby stink <laughs> And she's standing there trying to figure out what to do with the bags. <laughs> and they they used her. her as a coat rack. That's yeah, exactly. rough. That was my exact response. <laughs> they used their friend like a coat rack. <laughs> <Just left. laughs> I can literally picture it in my head. <laughs> Your face is so red right now. Your face is redder than my penis. Maybe if we bash the two together for a while. Oh, shut up. It's never going to happen, really. It's worth a try. Not really. No, not really. Oh, but the other head's girl. out of commission, so okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get ready to pick up in a second. Anyway, so one thing that my friend pointed out um, on Instagram was the sigil uh, that they found in the cave. With the little boy that was clearly a White Walker that we were, I don't, I know you were with me and we were literally going, no, no, don't get too close. Don't get too close. (laughs) So when they lit it on fire, it turned into, to me, it kind of looked like a sun to my friend. She said, oh, it kind of looks like the dragons. And I was like, nah, man, that's not dragons. That is a sigil that I don't know that we've seen before. Have we seen it before? I mean, it kind of looked familiar to me. Kind of looked familiar. Like I couldn't place it, but it it kind of looks like a a sun to me. I don't know if we've seen it. Hmm? You tell. Where did you see it, Nicole? Oh well, uh, there was an episode where Bran went down the hole. I'm taking this word for word from our awesome producer Roy. That's right. <laughs> And he was with one of the the, the children of the wild or of the forest. Of the forest. Yeah. And like there was just the sign it was everywhere, like the little to me it reminded me of squiggles. There was like a squiggle in the middle and then just like the squiggles on the outside. Kinda like kinda like hieroglyphs or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that makes it kind of a lot more creepier then. It's like the night king was just like, Hey, I'm here, bitches. Right? He's like, <laughs> What's up? He's just giving that nod, like, just so you know, I came down and and left one of his minions behind to get burnt up to a crisp. Oh, my Lord. Although, I don't know about you, I'm excited to see um, the Baratheon kid back. What was oh, name? Renly? The one? <laughs> no, not Renly. Renly's dead. The other one, the Robert's son the with the black hair that was the forge. Yeah, the one that was uh oh. who was rowing all the way around King's Landing before. Yes, like they put him in the boat and he disappeared, he disappeared. for two seasons. <laughs> he disappeared for like four seasons, and then he came back at the end of one. I'm like, oh, you can't just rowing. been rowing in circles around Westeros. Just do 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 do. When can I go back? <laughs> oh. I gotta figure out what his name is because that's calling me a kitten. Gendry. Gendry. Is it Gendry or Gendry? Whatever. He's just been in a boat for like the past five seasons. That's like the difference between GIF and JIF. So I think Gendry and Arya are going to hook up. 
I think why, it's gonna happen. Why did I just have that thought? Like that's like gonna happen because she's old enough now. And if you watch that little body language between them in the last in the in the premiere, that was she was like, "Hey," and he was like, "What's up?" Like he did the head nod and everything. If that happens, one of them is definitely gonna die. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh God, I do not want Arya to die. <laughs> like Arya has like she's the mini face girl who like can look like anybody so I'm trying to figure out who who is she going to be my favorite is when she killed the the cranky old dude last season and she fed him his whole family in a Titus Andronicus moment a Walder Frey Walder Frey man a Walder Frey party plannings that's right she pulled a Titus Andronicus on his ass she fed his own family to him and then slit his throat. That <laughs> was beautiful. That was great. I was like, so she learned all these powers, but she didn't want to become one of the unknown. She wanted those powers so that she could go back and be a straight badass. And I am here for it. Yes, Arya is. We're in season eight. She's been a favorite since season one. She's definitely going to die. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Or as, or, as, or as Roy says, if they have a name, they're going to die. If they have a backstory, they're going to die horribly. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel bad because I expect, honestly, I expected Samuel Tarly to die already. Yeah. I thought he was going to die a lot quicker than he actually did. Or has. He hasn't died yet. I shouldn't say that. But, like, again. Only on the inside. His role is as, as, as what, one of the few maesters left is info. He's like the chorus of like a drama. Absolutely. He is the chorus of, an, of a Greek tragedy. <laughs> That's the beauty of Martin is like, if you studied literature, you can see the parts from the plays and everything. This is so very, the funny part is like the whole story actually came from the War of the Roses before, before Henry VIII took the throne. It was the War of the Roses. That was the original, um, the original basis for it was Richard III. So I love seeing all these references back to like just not just literature but like history, you know, world history in general, which is pretty freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. So the 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 English major in me is going. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else we're gonna talk about. I'm lost. Oh, so it was pretty cool watching Danny and her whole. Entourage. Yes, her entourage and posse roll roll into Winterfell and all those All the pale folk was like, who the fuck is this? All the Winterfellians (laughs) were like these people are interesting. And they Uh, let me translate. Let me translate. Where'd all these brown people come from? Pretty much. Because they were staring at the Dothraki like the Donald Dothraki Trump without a wall. And Mithenay and all of them. I mean, to be fair, unlike Donald Trump, they actually built the wall. <laughs> true. That's, that's kind of true. But it, it, I, I kind of felt, I guess <clears> I could say that Missandei is my favorite character because I kind of felt like a connection there being I imagine you would. Like that's not a that's a that's a hard connection not to get. Yeah, being the other and just rolling up like to a new place where people are looking at you like mm. Mm. Are you bringing dreads? <laughs> <laughs> the riffraff, the riffraff is coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean I uh, I'm I'm white. I can't I can't I can sympathize. I can't empathize. I don't know how that feels. 
So, I mean, but I mean, yeah, like, that's totally how it looked. Like, it looked like the kids from the bad neighborhood were coming to the good neighborhood, and they, they were, were being like... busted in, and... Yeah, and, like, they were, and, and all the folks that were originally there were like... I'm just happy that there, going was, on here? there wasn't a crazy Winterfellian that felt the need to throw, uh... uh anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> well... Let's be honest. They've heard stories of the Dothraki in the north, so they already know that if they did something stupid like that, they were going to get their asses handed to them. Because the Dothraki are not exactly nonviolent. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are well known for their battles and all that. So they're not exactly. It's not just like random. Dude walking up the street with no defense. No, they could kick some ass. And those poor and our poor folks from the south coming up there. It's too cold. All that it snow. It's just that's like when I go visit my family in Niagara Falls. Even in the summer, I'm like, it is not hot enough here. Mm-mm. I'm not about this life. No, thank you. I don't understand how anybody can live in the north, either on TV or in reality. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? What do you want, Matt? Mostly year-round winter for. Hey, move to Antarctica. But um, yeah. So to be an othered brown person in a weird area where it's too fucking cold and you're not near anybody who's like you anymore. I mean, I get that. So yeah, I do have a favorite character. It's Miss Day, and I can feel you. I like her. She's pretty awesome. I love that she's like Danny's voice of reason. Oh, kind of like you and me. Yeah. See? Every white girl needs a girl with common sense by her side. <laughs> so that's pretty much it for. I think that's it for now Game for Game of Thrones. We can always revisit it as we progress through the season. But was this a surprise? Was it was it yesterday or Monday that she dropped Homecoming? Okay, so no, <clears throat> for our homework this week for the podcast, Nicole was supposed to watch last season Game of Thrones. So was I, but I didn't do it either. But <laughs> I got sidetracked by K-dramas, and That's then um, Queen it Bay. was Wednesday. Wednesday, she came out with the documentary Homecoming. And That's on Netflix, right? On Netflix. It's on Netflix. Everybody watch I it. I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on it. It's over two hours of Beyonce going through the planning stages to the performance of her historic Coachella performance from last year. Oh, nice. But um, I did not know this. It was funny that my husband knew about this before I did. <laughs> Because he watches the news. He was like, yeah, she came out with an album also. So it was like a surprise drop. Like, this right. was not It was not anything people knew about in advance. She was just like, boom, there you go. Just like when it was her and Jay and they did the Carters, that was a surprise drop, too. Yeah. That was like, it just came out like one day. Like, Lemonade was a surprise. Exactly. Like, that's how she does. Jay is the queen of the surprises. I'll but, give her um, that. I remember staying up last year to watch her first Coachella performance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this shit is amazing. I was, like, losing my mind. And then she had a second night. And that's what's her out. what her album is. It's her second night performance mm-hmm. as an album. It is amazing i play it too loud and <laughs> i'm sorry in this house there's no such thing as too loud. <laughs> i am in my car it is will be on max and i'm still like it's not loud enough i need to hear it better there's not enough bass <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, that's how it is. 
Yeah, I need, it's got a bump. So what you're telling me is I need to sit and watch the documentary and download the album. I mean, I feel. Or at least stream it on Spotify or Amazon. I feel as if Beyonce knew that we would be unimpressed with whoever was going to be on Coachella this year. Like, I didn't know Ariana Grande <laughs> was the headliner on Coachella this year. And she was like, well, okay, babies, I've got you. Here's my documentary. I personally don't <laughs> feel the need to drive to the middle of the fucking desert for two weekends in a row, burn my ass to a crisp, just to watch a few performer, like some performers get do like one or two songs. I just... Not on my radar. I don't feel like I need to have like glitter on my ass. Last year was good though, because Cardi B was there, and I would have, I would have paid to see her. Too. I'm not a big fan of Cardi. I don't know. I think that's mainly because it's not that I don't like her. It's probably because one, I don't know a lot of her songs. Number two, my freaking students. Okay, these are children between the ages of like four and ten. My students know who she is, and they know Bodak Yellow. Uh, and I'm like, why? Kennedy knows all that. She's going to be a gifted and talented next year. So I don't I'm mean just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're a kid for my aftercare that comes off of that bus and comes to hang out and you're between the ages of like seven and ten and you're over there knowing it word for word, please don't say it around my babies. Okay? Yeah, if your parents let you listen to it at home, that's fine. Don't bring it to my school. Yeah, Kennedy and you got to leave it. Kennedy and I can wrap the entirety of money in <laughs> uncut version. <laughs> So look, I can rap a lot of Lil Kim and Eve and Trina myself. I'm just saying you would like you would like her then. I don't hate like her. Him. It's just I haven't really sat and listened to her because I being being old, <laughs> being 38, almost 39, I'm like let me just bump some Eve because I feel old now. So I need to go back and prove that I'm not. I'm not that old. Not yet. <laughs> like, but I will say, I think that we're going to be tearing up the nursing home someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like two weeks from now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our generation is totally, it's going to be insane when our generation. When we get uh, old, when, old. When, yeah. when get old, bumping all of our we're gonna crazy We're going to be like music. 67, 68 years old yelling, in our like, studies. Where is my Xbox, whatever it is, <laughs> controller? <laughs> Our generation is definitely a different one. <laughs> the Gen Zs. Are we? No, we're not Zs. We're in between Z and Millennials. So we're the Zillennials. So yeah, it's going to be We're our own thing. We yeah. are. We're our own thing. We're the 80s babies. We're just like... We're the 1977 to 83 babies. It's a micro generation. Because we have old school and new school. And we've kept up because the Millennials don't know how their shit works. But we do. Oh my gosh, there is this girl at work. Um, she's one of our newer lawyers and she has questions about computers and I'm just like, what have they been teaching you? Exactly. Right? Like what? Why don't you know how your computer works? You don't know how to code? (laughs) Like you can't do HTML basic? (laughs) To the beautiful youth. Yes. To the beautiful youth. All right. So let's return to homecoming. Okay. So I don't think I'm as excited as you are about the documentary and the music, but is the music some of her old stuff? Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's the concert from last year. Oh, okay. So it's it's stuff that we all know. It's yeah. not like a new new tracks. No, no. no. Oh, well then I don't feel bad about not listening to the album because I do know the do I know the songs. It's really great though because they in because she talks about how she um, if she were to go to college she would want to go to HBCU. So there's a whole lot of proud blackness in what she had with the 
her all black orchestra. You That's had pretty cool. College steppers. You had like dancers. She had chunky I dancers. love steppers. Like she that had, is so cool. And she had chunky dancers because Beyonce actually heard the criticism from her Lemonade visual album well, of her out there. There was basically just like skinny black girls, but you didn't see any uh, bigger black thick. girls. Gotcha. But she brought them out for double C thick. <laughs> she brought them out last year for Coachella. And it okay, was awesome. then I'm definitely gonna have to sit and watch the documentary. I'm I'm kind of excited for that because sometimes I don't feel like popping on something that's deep. I just want to watch something <clears throat> just tell me what's happening. I like documentaries. Shut up. I watched Act Three MOTCE. What else? Anything else? That's it. Because even though I don't consider myself part of the Bayhive, I'm definitely I'm definitely a a casual fan and I would love to see her like she's one of the performers that like I would see her I would I I don't pay to see a lot of performers I'll put it that way I'll pay to see her I'll pay to see pink I was gonna pay to see the Backstreet Boys or NKOTB but new kids they are literally like in the middle of a work week and that's not gonna happen I'm sorry I don't love you that much and then Backstreet their tickets started at five hundred dollars. That's where the nosebleeds. This is why. See, this is why we're going to see BTS because I was like, at least it's cheaper. In the like, if you look at the prices on these tickets for some of these, I'm like, no. Like last year, I really wanted to go see Pink, but you had already paid to go see Beyonce, and I was like, I'll go by myself. And then again, it was in the middle of the week, and I was like, forget it. All right, I think we've pretty much covered. Everything we felt we needed to this podcast, the things that we're excited about for the spring and the summer, well, just the spring, we're definitely going just to this week. just yeah. this week, just honestly, week. like our weekly roundup. Okay, so I think for this week at least, this is uh, this is where we're gonna cap things off because we covered a lot with Game of Thrones and of course Queen Bay. And but we do have a little bit of housekeeping to do. We need to make our official announcement. Today is April 19th. Yep. So it is April 19th. It is Easter weekend. And as promised in the previous episode, we have come up with a schedule for releasing podcasts and YouTube vids and everything else. Now, my solo vids, whatever I do, it's on my own time. I'll drop those whenever I feel like them, okay? But as for official Fan Diva podcast, we are officially starting our every two-week recording cycle beginning this week. So this is episode four. In two weeks, you will get episode five. We are also going to have our YouTube channel is finally going to be up and going. Um, so that, again, will also drop at the same time as the podcast. So starting this week, we're recording this weekend, which means by next weekend, the weekend of the 24th, you will definitely have both episodes, one on YouTube, one to listen to uh, on your drive to work. And then the following weekend, we will record again. And then every two weeks, you're going to get a new drop. So we have an official schedule, which here's hoping it continues to go well. Um, please share. If you like what you're hearing, if you like the conversational style, please Share us with your friends. Visit us on YouTube. Visit us on our Instagram. We are definitely, um, we want to hear from you guys. If you don't tell us what you want us to talk about so we can like include our listeners into the action, we would love to. We want to hear your opinions on whatever we're talking about or what we should talk about next. We're only two people with busy lives, just like everybody else. And I would love to know what kind of things can we nerd out and fan diva over. So, 
That being said, we will see you guys in two more weeks. I would love to eventually move it up to every week, but I don't think that's going to happen in the near future, probably further down the road. So, but thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed episodes one through three. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It may have been a little bit shorter than our previous ones, but at the same time, quality over quantity, people. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. I've been Jen, and that's Nicole. And we are your official fan, original fan divas. Bye. Bye.